God, we thank you that your name is so powerful, that your name is above every name, above every situation. God, we thank you for the difference that that makes, for the way it changes absolutely everything. God, we thank you that you meet us where we're at this morning, that your name is powerful enough to change how we feel about every situation. God, we thank you that you reign as Lord in our life as well as our Saviour. And God, we thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your Son for us and for the way that that enables us to be in relationship with you. God, we are so grateful this morning. God, we thank you. Thank you, thank you for the way that you are that God, that Lord of our life today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, welcome to church. Take a moment to say hello to somebody around you in a very COVID safe way. Good morning to those who are joining us online. It's great to have you with us. If there's any um, people joining us from Yarram, a special welcome to you as well. It's great to have you with us this morning. All right, you can take a seat. You can continue those conversations over a cup of tea or coffee after the service. Uh, we have Kresh on right now as we speak and the kids ministry will start. There'll be a banner that goes up on the screen to tell you when the kids can go out. Um, anyway, uh, that's good. Welcome to church. It's great to have so many people in the room and so many joining us online as well. That's wonderful. Uh, just a couple of things to highlight from your newsletter. One thing that had slipped out of the newsletter um, this week is that Craft Cuppa and Chat is on this coming Saturday. So if you're a normal Craft Cuppa and Chatter, uh, make sure that you go along on Saturday. If you're not a normal one of those, um, maybe consider going along. Um, and uh, whether you are a crafty person, you can take something with you to craft or you can just go hang out with the ladies and uh, have a bit of a chat to them. Uh, Big Steps Sunday last Sunday was fabulous. We've had lots of really uh, positive sort of connection and feedback because of that. So uh, if you didn't make a next Big Step last Sunday, it is not too late. We still have our little arrangement in the foyer there. So you can go and indicate a big step that you would like to take and there's a box for you to put your uh, slips of paper in there. Or you can contact one of us online as well. So yeah. It's not too late to take a big step. You haven't missed your opportunity. Um, we have some social things coming up. We have a four-wheel drive coming up in two weeks yesterday uh, and also after that a bike ride as well. So all the details of those things are in your newsletter, so make sure you check those out and register, please. Uh, that would be great. Um, also, there is a Baptist Union of Victoria appeal um, which you can join in with if you'd like to. Um, those details, again, are in the newsletter. They were out on socials during the week. So uh, if you would like to donate in a helpful way to either the uh, Ukraine crisis or um, the uh, floods uh, in Australia, then there are some links there that you can uh, click on and you can donate in a way that you know that that money is actually going to reach the right people in the right way. So, um, yep, uh, do that. Lots of people want to sort of help and uh, be a part of... Uh, 
yeah, just helping those situations. So that's a really easy way for you to be able to do that. Um, also, there is a 24-7 prayer movement around the world um, and they are setting up global prayer rooms. Um, and these are virtual, so you can join in with them online and basically you nominate an hour during the week where you would like to pray for um, the world situation. Uh, we can also be praying for our Australian situation as well. So I'll put something up um, on socials uh, so that you can join in with that if you'd like to. Um, so you nominate an hour. It might be 3 a.m., you know, in the morning because a.m. is in the morning. Um, it might be 3 a.m. and there might be a load of other people around the world who are also going to be um, praying at that time for those situations. So um, I'll put a link up and you can join in with that as well. Just something else that, that you might like to do. Um, bit of family church news. So Baptist Women's Fellowship. Actually, I'm going to get Dawn to come up here and also Lauren's going to come here as well. Come on, Dawn. Everyone wants to see you. Um, so Baptist Women's Fellowship has been operating as a part of our church for many decades and um, Dawn has been a part of it um, and uh, a few of our other ladies here have been a part of this uh, for a really long time. Um, they've done magnificent things over the years. They've met together faithfully um, to encourage each other. They've prayed. They've financially supported all sorts of things. There's been... Um, uh, was it Compassion or World Vision? Um, they've had sponsored children um, and they used to financially sponsor the chaplain at Sale College for many, many years. So um, this was good ministry um, for a really, really long time in our church. So um, it just uh, it felt like the right time to be winding this up. So there's some flowers, Dawn, just to say thank you. Um, so Dawn was one of our office bearers uh, right up until a couple of weeks ago when we took the decision to, to wind this up and also Nancy uh, Byrne as well. Um, and yeah, it just felt like the right time, didn't it, Dawn, to, to sort of uh, bring that to a conclusion because our numbers had sort of dwindled and uh, we weren't financially supporting anything much anymore so it just yeah it wasn't meeting its purpose anymore but we just would like to to want to dawn and nancy and the other ladies who met faithfully for so many years and were supporting uh so much uh really important uh, ministries so if you want to know more about what baptist uh, women's fellowship used to be have a chat to dawn um but just yeah we just really w wanted to sort of acknowledge the work that had been done over all those decades and say thank you dawn and to nancy as well who's probably watching online I also have to say that the the morning teas <laughs> whew, um, <laughs> they were good um, eat 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 <laughs> it was a lot of food anyway uh, so wonderful time and those ladies will continue to meet socially but just not not officially as Baptist Women's Fellowship anymore. So I think our Baptist Women's Fellowship was one of the few uh, still going in Victoria. Um, but anyway, there's one less. Good work. All right. So uh, we might pray and uh, then we'll continue in our worship this morning. God, we thank you uh, so much for being the Lord of our life. God, we thank you uh, for the promises in your word which, which tell us who you are, what you've done, what you're doing, what you can still do. God, we thank you that you are that God and that we can 
um, lean on you in uh, difficult times that you are there with us in, in the times where we celebrate as well. God, we bring before you the world situation now which, um, which is on our hearts. Um, God, we are praying for uh, the situation in the Ukraine. God, we are praying uh, that your will be done there. Uh, God, we pray for peace and we pray each one of us for the thing that is that is on our heart for that situation, whether it be uh, that people can, can leave from there in safety if that's what they choose to do. But God, we... Um, we just pray for the, the precious people. God, we know that you don't just see the country, but you see each person, each precious, precious person who is uh, so dear to you. God, I pray that we get a heart for those people, that they will become dear to us. And God, we pray for our situation in Australia as well, where people have lost so much, where people have lost their lives in some cases. And God, we just pray for everyone still involved in that. And God, we pray that, that aid will reach those people, that, um, that all these funds that are being set up will, will reach the right people at the right time. And God, that you will continue uh, to keep people safe and that you will continue to be with people during this time. And God, we pray as these situations are kind of unfolding in Australia and around the world, God, that, that you will use even these situations to turn people's minds towards you. God, that we will realise that we're actually not in charge of much, but that you're in charge of everything and that, that people can draw strength from you, that they need to be in relationship with you, that they need to think of eternal things because in the end, that's what, what matters. God, we thank you for your promises that you will uh, never leave us or forsake us. And God, we thank you for the way that you can continue to pour your blessings and your love into our lives. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Father, we thank you for that testimony. That we can stand and say it is well. Not because of anything else but who you are and what you've done. No matter what's going on around us, we can declare it is well because you are the Lord on the throne. It mightn't feel that way, it mightn't seem that way, but we can declare it and we thank you for that. And Father, we thank you for this opportunity of just worshipping you and praising you and to hearing from you. And now we pray that you'll just speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please take a seat. It is great to be here, isn't it? I loved um, uh, this one's introduction. <laughs> it's mental blank. There you go. Kirillie's introduction of, you know, there's always something positive to look at, isn't it? And it's always, there's always something good going on. We're starting a series on Psalms for the next, I think it's about five weeks, uh, and I get to kick it off, so I get to choose any Psalm I like, which is nice and um, which is fantastic. But the Psalms are just, they're brutally honest. They're a brutally honest book. They're just people sharing their heart and what's going on. And, uh, you know, there are Psalms of, of, of lament that uh, Tom's going to look at and where, you know, it says, oh, woe is me. The world is looking pretty ordinary. The enemies are surrounding. Um, but it's going to be all right. Because God's on the throne. 
And there's other Psalms who, who sort of confess their sin and sort of just that brutally honest, this is what I've done and I need to be cleansed. Yeah, it, it's great when we can be brutally honest with each other. <laughs> like Kirill, he was brutally honest with us. But, you know, when I'll, I'll, I haven't, Jackie hasn't given me permission to share this, but don't panic, it's nothing bad. <laughs> but when, when, when I was on staff with, with Jackie, we would often sort of say, how's things? And we would go, fine. And it was our sort of um, secret language of going, Th- things are looking pretty, something's going on, but it'll be okay. It's fine. So if ever you hear me and Jackie go, it's fine, we, you know, something's happening in the background, but it's not going to get on top of us. It's not going to be sort of the end of the world. It'll, it'll be fine. Because we know God is on the throne. This morning I want to share a psalm that is, that is it's honest. But it can be, we can say these words out of just saying them because they're the right things to do. It's the appropriate, it's what, we've, what we do in church. But I want us to actually stop for a moment when we look at this psalm and go, how does this actually resonate with me? Where's the honesty in this for me today? Not last year, last week, but today. Where's the honesty in this for me? So if you want to turn to Psalm 96 on your devices, on your books, or if you just look at the screen at the back, um, we're going to read through Psalm 96, and then I'm going to make a few comments as we sort of journey through. But I'll read the whole the whole uh, passage, whole chapter. Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous deeds among all people. For great is the Lord. And most worthy of praise. He is, to be a feared, he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of all the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord all the families of, the earth, of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory and you his name bring an offering and come into his courts worship the lord in the splendor of his holiness tremble before him all the earth say among the nations the lord reigns the world is firmly established it cannot be moved he will judge the peoples with equity let the heavens rejoice Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees of the forests will sing for joy. They will sing before the Lord for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people 
in truth. It's a great psalm of praise. It's one of many psalms of praises. We we expect to hear praise to God when we open the psalms. You know, there are there are a lot of people who who would use their quiet time to read a psalm a day just to nourish the soul in praise of God. And that's not a bad habit to get into. I've done that in different seasons in my life where I've read a psalm a day. And uh, it, it just it speaks to what's going on in, in the world and in our heart. This psalm is, is no different. It doesn't start with a suggestion. It doesn't start with a comment. It starts with a command. It's not a choice. It starts with, sing to the Lord a new song. Now, if you're musical like I'm not, this is easy. But if, if you know, you, you come, f- you know, I come from a very musical family. My wife sings, plays the piano. All my kids have musical bones in all throughout their bodies um, and can do amazing things. Me? I, you know, years and years ago in the old building when I was the pastor, we used to have um, like red faces nights where we'd get up and do silly acts and silly concerts. And, and, and I remember singing a Seeker song once and... Uh, Jeanette Bruff, who was the pianist at that time, I said, can you just play this song and I'll sing? And she looked at me with big eyes going, you're going to sing. I go, yep, tonight's the night I'm going to sing, you know. And so I sang. And I thought I did all right. And at the end she goes, you didn't tell me you were going to change key three times. And I said, did I? (laughs) I changed key? Oh, that was impressive. That's my musical ability, you know, that's where I'm at, you know. But God says to me, sing a new song. Sing a new song. It doesn't have to be a beautiful sound, thank goodness. The tone doesn't matter. The volume doesn't matter. Harmonies are irrelevant. The speed doesn't really matter. The key, feel free to change it anytime you like. I'll give you permission. We're just told to sing a new song. Not the same song. Not the song we've sung for years and years and years, but a new song. That doesn't mean we have to learn new chords and new words each week. But as we sing a song like it is well with my soul, why is it well with your soul this morning? What is it that's, that's surrounding you that you need to declare, despite that, it's well with my soul? Or 
Or you might think, life is fantastic and, and God's name is worthy of praise. Why? Why is his name great for you this morning? Why is it that you are singing praise to him this morning? Sometimes it's because he told us to and that's all you can muster. I'm doing it because I'm being obedient. And you know what? That's okay. But it's not okay for 10 years in a row. There's got to be that newness. Some days that's all you can muster. <laughs> I'm going to praise him because the Bible tells me to and I will. And that's okay. It's an okay place to be because it's well with your soul. But it's not an okay place to stay. We need to sing a new song. You might say, well, that's okay for some. But it says, sing to the Lord all the earth. So if you're not from this world, you're exempt. Okay, so if you've flown in from another planet, I'll give you an exemption, even though I think all the earth probably includes that but 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 i'm generous so if you've come from another planet you're exempt otherwise you're a part of all the earth and the command is sing a new song sing to the lord and praise his name now my name's robert and you don't praise Robert. And you don't praise Jesus as a name. But a name in the Bible talks about character. Talks about calling. Talks about deeds. Talks about actions. Name is a descriptive thing. It's not just a tag. It's not just a label. So we praise his name. We praise he is the creator, he is the redeemer, he is the salvation, he, he is the one who heals. And that's what we praise. We praise his name for what he's done for you this week. What's he done for you this week that is worthy of praise? Has he healed you? Has he protected you? Has he, has he guarded your heart? Has he given you a peace that doesn't make sense from what you're facing? Reflect on that. Reflect on that. It's important. We, when we're talking about praising his name, it, it also draws us into that, that intimacy that intimate relationship that when people say hello to me, you know, I go to a lot of different functions and they say hi, but when someone says hi Rob, I go, oh, you didn't know me. There's that little bit of relationship and there's that sort of, that draws you in. We know God's names. It brings in that relationship. The previous psalm to this is, is, you know, 
Psalm 95, obviously. And if you've, really, if, if you've got a favourite psalm, read a psalm each side. Sometimes it actually, quite often it actually sort of speaks into, into that. They're not always related, but a lot of them are. And, and Psalm 95 is that wonderful call to worship that says, you know, come let us sing before the Lord. Come let us um, before him with thanks, come before him with thanksgiving. Come and bow before him in worship. Come and kneel. And it's this call to, to worship, to bow, to kneel, and it gets more and more intimate. And that's what worship does. It draws us into the presence of God in this intimate way. In, in this way that is life-changing. Worship is not about you and me. It's about our God. And in the midst of that, he speaks. In the midst of that, he reveals himself because we're drawn into his presence. And once in his presence, something happens. You know, one of the, the hardest things for me during, during COVID lockdowns and stuff, and I, I think I've only recognised this in hindsight more than anything else, is, is the missing of corporate worship. You know, I, I think it's, for me, we would watch church, and that's what it was for me. We were watching church. I'd sit in my seat and... Worship would happen up here and my wife who could sing would sing and I who can't sing wouldn't sing. And I think in hindsight that it, it impacted what was going on. I wasn't engaging in that. I wasn't singing a new song. See, when we actually vocalise, it forces us to think, I, I process by talking a lot. So if I've got an issue at work, I'll, I'll like, I got a new, a new I, I work for the Baptist Union and, and I look after some churches and, and try and support pastors. And a pastor rang me on Friday and shared where they were at as a church and, and, and some pastoral issues going on. And uh, I need to go down and meet with this pastor on Tuesday. And I'm thinking, what am I, what's my approach? What am I going to do? And so I rang my boss and processed with him because I had to vocalise what I was thinking. And that's the way it works for me. And that doesn't, not, it's not everyone. But I think when we actually sing a new song, when we actually vocalise, it forces us to actually express something afresh in our hearts. And I think that's important. We, we sing and um, we, we know it's a command, but it actually does something. It, in verse 3 it says, Declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous deeds among all people. When we worship with a new song, and, and sometimes that's not with music, by the way. We, we, you know, we, we think it's a new song, but... When the song of our heart is saying, my God is great, you know, um, and share a story, it declares who he is. It doesn't declare how good we are. 
Sometimes we think our testimonies of what God is doing in our life declares how faithful we are. But it's actually about how faithful God is. We don't want to share a story in our, from our heart or our lives because we don't want to put ourselves on a pedestal. The goal of sharing the story is to put God on the pedestal and say how good God is. You know, I, I wouldn't be in, on that pedestal without God. I wouldn't have survived. I couldn't say it is well with my soul without God. It declares who he is. Don't worry, I'm not going through the whole psalm as detailed as this, so don't panic if you think. Only up to verse 3, and oh, there's no time clock up there. Yay. Anyway. We declare the good news of Jesus by singing that new song in our heart, by expressing that new song in our heart. Our praise centres around what God has done, the salvation he has offered us, the redeeming um, acts that he has done for us. We declare his wonders. For great is the Lord, in verse 4, and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared among, above all gods. You know, there's lots of gods in this place, but in this world, but there's only one true God. The psalmist is telling us why we should sing a new praise. We should sing a new praise not because we feel like it. Not because, you know, if it's a music, not because we like the song or we like the style of music or it's our favourite band, our favourite singer, our favourite keyboardist. We sing because it wells up in our hearts and it wells up and we need to declare what is happening. We need to declare what is going on. Splendour and majesty are before him in verse 6. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O the families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. When we declare what's going on, we actually ascribe to God that he is the one. You know, we stand and point to who God is and how great he is and how splendour he is. We read on, it can get challenging. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. What did you offer to God? This morning. What did you offer to God this morning in worship? You know, one of the and you know, I was on I was on this issue and I'm not against um, direct giving in finances. It's fantastic. It's the way we do finances. But one of the dangers the significant dangers is we don't recognise that it's an offering of worship 
this, you know, if you give to the church directly from your bank account, at what point do you acknowledge that for yourself, that this is a part of worship? Where do you actually express that? Make sure you express that. Not, God doesn't need... You know, you're not trying to say, hey, here I am, God. Here's my money that's going to help you because you haven't got enough money. You know, you've only got you know, the cattle on a thousand hills at your disposals and, and here's my hundred bucks that's going to make a big difference. Or here's my ten bucks that's going to change the world. No, no, it's not about that. But it's about acknowledging that you are offering that which is important to you. That which is as a sacrifice to you. Never let it just be an account that you've paid, or an amount that's come out of your, out of your, out of your um, uh, bank account. It is a worship sacrifice offering. And make sure you acknowledge that somewhere in your rhythm of spirituality, because it is important. And if you're a parent, acknowledge that with your kids. Because they don't see you giving anymore. My kids grew up with an offering bucket going past and we'd be putting something in and they saw that. It was a part of their training. Kids don't see that anymore. So acknowledge that. It's an important part of your training. So what, what is the offering that you bring? Bring an offering. It's a, you know, in other parts of the Bible, it's a sacrifice of praise. It actually costs us something. Because sometimes we go, I praise you, God. I don't feel like it. I don't think of anything new. But it's a sacrifice to actually, you know, as, as Philippians would say, well, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on that. You know, we've got to go, there's got to be something praiseworthy. There's got to be something. It's a sacrifice. We need to recognise the new song that is in our heart each and every day. Now the psalm comes back to, this declares to the world who God is. Say among the nations in verse 10, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the earth the sea resound and all that is in it. This joy is, is nationwide, but it starts with us. And then it talks about this, this judgment that comes. And at the end of the psalm, he says, and he will judge the world in righteousness. He'll judge the world in righteousness. And, you know, there's... I've heard plenty of messages about judgment. And it's always negative. And judgment is scary. You know, I, 
I remember a time very early on in my ministry, I um, messed up some paperwork for a wedding and uh, I got a letter from the magistrate's court saying, you need to come and see the judge in his chambers. Let me tell you, I didn't skip to that appointment. I didn't dance my way down to that appointment. I walked with, if I had a tail, between my legs, going, oh my goodness, what, what's going to happen here? And what do I have to tell the couple whose marriage I messed up? And I felt like I was coming into a judgment. I was coming before a judge and it was, you know, scary. I won't tell you the story, but everything worked out all right, Okay. The husband has two opportunities to celebrate the wedding anniversary. If he misses the first one, he can have the second one. So all is good, you know, um, in the end. <laughs> but we hear judgment and we come before a judge and it is nerve-wracking. And yet our judge judges in righteousness. Righteousness. What's my righteousness? It's as filthy rags to God. But I don't carry my righteousness. I carry Jesus' righteousness that he's given to me. And so I walk into a judge in, to, to see God covered in his righteousness. And it's sobering. And I recognize in worship that I don't, deserve to be here I haven't earned the right to be in the presence of God but I'm judged in Jesus' righteousness that he's given me and so I am welcomed and I'm at home and a place where God wants me to be and so God comes and judges in righteousness and says whose righteousness are you wearing Yours or my son's? That's the simple version of judgment, I reckon. That's the simple question. Whose righteousness are you wearing? Yours, which are filthy rags that I look at, says God, or my son's, who is perfect? That's the question. And how can we not come out of that place singing a new song? Worshipping our great God who has done everything for us. What's your new song? What, are you, what praises are you singing? Give God today the honour and the glory due his name. Like I said at the start, this is what we do. We sing stuff. We say stuff. But the psalmist is challenging us to say, is it just head stuff? Or is it really deep heart gut stuff? That actually you go, this is what God has done for me. This is the freshness. If ever we need a fresh song, in our heart after what we've gone through for two years 
and what we see on the TV screens with wars and floods. If ever we've needed a new song in our heart, now is the time when we can just sing praises to our God. Because if anything is worthy of praise, let us say it. Let us express it. And let us give thanks for his name and to his name. Let me pray. Father, we thank you that you are a great God. The God above all gods. You are worthy to be praised. And each of us have a fresh reason, a new insight, a new understanding of, of who you are and what you've done for us. May we express that. May that come to mind. May we praise your name this morning and this week. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Just one last thing. If your mind wanders during a song into, a, into what's happening in your life, can I just encourage you to let it wander in worship? Maybe God is speaking to you about a new song that is welling up and what he's doing in your life. And if it goes nowhere, focus back on God, and that's okay. But God speaks in the midst of worship. Have ears to hear. Let's stand and worship our God.